When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I'm the author of Decluttering at the Speed of Life and How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind and Coming Soon organizing for the rest of us. So I share cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 312. And I think I'm going to call it the power of can and can't. So um, I will do the ad later for better help. But I am going to talk about just a major like breakthrough that I have had after um, talking to my own better help therapist. So anyway, okay, so the power of can and can't. But before we get into that, I do want to make sure that you know that um, through the end of November, you can get my 14 days to opening your front door to guests. That's an ebook for $4. It's normally $7.99. Um, go to a slobcomesclean.com slash 14. That's like one four, the number. And use the code podcast to get it for um, $4. So anyway, okay, just want to remind you of that. Okay, so let's get into what it is that I've had this breakthrough on um, with the power of can and can't. So one of the things that um, I've been talking to my own therapist about is my sleep issues. Okay, I'll, I'll just be honest. Actually, only one time did we talk about this. And she gave me some tips that like majorly helped me and my sleep has been better for I would say a week and a half now. My issues with sleep are that, I mean, I have no issues going to bed. Like, oh my goodness, I am ready to get into bed at like, my kids know I'll be like, hey, is it too early for me to go to bed? And my daughter's like, hey, if it's eight o'clock, you just go on, honey. She's so encouraging and lovely. Anyway, so I, I can go to sleep. Like that's not a problem. But I wake up around to go to the bathroom. I always, my whole life have been like that. So it's not like just with age, but, um, anyway, so I'll wake up to have to go to the bathroom and then I have such a hard time going back to sleep to the point where I'm miserable because I'm just laying there sometimes for an hour, two hours, three hours, just because things will start to go through my mind. Like, and I'll just be like all these things that I think, why can I not think about this during the day when I can actually do something about it? Um, like call so-and-so do whatever. Anyway, I, that's just, that's my sleep issue. So I was talking to my therapist about it and I just said, Hey, is there anything you can tell me, give me as tools to help with my sleep? And she gave me a couple things, but one of the things that she said was, she said, tell yourself I can go back to sleep. And she said, there is just, and I don't remember exactly what she said, and I am not a mental health professional. And so I'm not trying to give mental health advice here. But it was something like, you know, tell yourself you can go back to sleep as opposed to focusing on how you're worried about how I you can't do it. And I was like, what? Anyway, so let me just kind of tell you some of the things that I have tried in the past, which I told her and which have been helpful to a degree at different times, but nothing has been as powerful as this. So 
some of the things that I do uh, or have done is, um, you know, I will focus on relaxing, starting with my toes, you know, then my feet and blah, blah, blah. And often that will work. Okay. But it's stressful to me because the whole time I'm doing that, I'm thinking I've got to do this because I can't sleep. Anyway, um, other things I would do is try to, you know, like focus on certain words or phrases or something like that in my mind so that I don't start thinking about the things that will keep me awake. Okay. So, you know, that's something, but again, it's focusing on something with the underlying thing thought being because I can't sleep. Okay. I know some of y'all are like, um, we did not listen to your podcast to talk about sleep, but I'm getting to my point. Okay. And how this has been powerful. Other things that I've done is, you know, using earplugs or whatever. And sometimes that will help too. So a lot of those things help, but they all have this underlying, I don't know if paranoia is the word. Again, I'm not the mental health professional here, but underlying like kind of a panicky, anxiousy feeling of I'm doing this because I can't sleep. And she said, instead, tell yourself, I can go back to sleep. I can go back to sleep. Y'all, and that's what I've been doing. And I don't know why, but it's working. It's like somehow shifting from being anxious about what I can't do and instead focusing on what I can do, even though it's a little woo woo, I'm just being honest because I don't know why saying I can go back to sleep is so helpful to me. Y'all, I, here's, here's my thing. I've been a little bit nervous about saying this to y'all because I'm like, oh, well, then it's going to stop working anyway. And maybe it will, but it has given me insight into a lot of the reasons why the things I'm doing in my home have been helpful for me because they are focusing on what I can do as opposed to what I can't do. So that's what we're talking about today is just shifting this, like, instead of focusing on the things I can't do, focusing what I can do helps me move forward and actually make progress. Hey, sweetie, don't lick the couch. Hey, my dog likes to lick the couch. And then she like does it super secretly, she thinks, and I can still see that she's doing it anyway. All right. I wasn't telling you not to lick, although you probably shouldn't lick your couch either, but Anyway. Okay. So, um, what are some things that this just makes me go? Yeah, that's, I think that's why this works well in my home. So trash is something I can do instead of looking at a whole overwhelming mess, like opening up a cabinet and saying, Oh my goodness, it's just completely packed. I've got to declutter this. (sighs) you know, and instead of focusing on, oh my goodness, I can't deal with all of this right now. Instead, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the trash out. Okay. If this is the first time you've ever listened to my podcast, welcome. It's not usually about sleep, but I have a decluttering process. Okay. This is the process that we, that I teach in decluttering at the speed of life and then take you through all the rooms in your home. It's also going to be in you know, a very short version in organizing for the rest of us where, and it's got pictures and things, but it's like, I have a five-step process that I have developed because I would get so overwhelmed looking at a huge mess. And I'm like, okay, well, how do I get started? How do I get going? How do I make progress and only progress? And my five-step decluttering process is designed for me to 
be able to make progress and only progress, to guarantee progress, to not put myself in a situation where I have, you know, I never pull everything out of a space. Instead, I'm like, what can I do that guarantees that I'm going to make some progress? And so like, that's the thing. What can I do when I'm not actually sure that I can do this or I, you know, because I don't know if I have the time or I don't have the confidence to do this. What is it that I can do? Well, what I can do is get trash out of that space. Okay. And somehow focusing on the fact that I can get trash out of the space, I can look for trash, even if I'm convinced there's not going to be any trash. Instead, I go, well, but I can look for trash. Okay. So I, I think that's one of the reasons that that's so powerful is because looking for trash is something I can do as opposed to being upset and anxious thinking about all the things that I can't do because I can't actually deal with this whole mess right now. And it's been building for years, okay, but I can look for trash. Right. Um, again, easy stuff. That's something I can do. So that's the second step in the process is the easy stuff. Not just thinking about all the stuff that's going to require so many decisions. Oh my goodness. I just can't deal with all those decisions right now. I've just got too many, too many things going on. I have too many decisions in life that have to be made. And so blah, blah, yada, yada, whatever. Instead, I can focus on what I can do, which is easy stuff. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style, gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects. So many 
projects, taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. So I go ahead. Easy stuff I define as anything that has an established home somewhere else in the house. It's just not there for any reason. Like it's easy because I can look at it and go, oh, well, the dog treats go on the dresser that is right next to the dog crates. Like that. that's it because that's where we give them their treat every night when they go into their crate. You know, so it's like instead of being like, oh my goodness, I just can't keep my house under control. How in the world do dog treats end up in the master bedroom closet? I, you know, whatever, you know, instead of being like focusing on all the can't of, oh, this is so hard for me. Instead I go, okay, what can I do here? Well, I can take the dog treats to where they already have an established home because there's nothing to think about there. See what I'm saying? So it's like a can versus a can't. Uh, the duh, you know, my, my third step in the process is to just give myself permission to look for things that are obvious clutter and I don't need to ask any questions about. I just need to stick them in the donate box. Sometimes people ask me about this step. They're like, I don't understand it. And I'm like, don't overthink it. It literally is just in the process to give myself permission to not have to ask my decluttering questions about every single item if I don't need to. They're there because I may need to ask those questions on things that other people are like, seriously, you have to ask yourself decluttering questions on that. But if I have to, I have to, and that's great. But I'm also giving myself permission to not ask those questions if there's something that I'm like, well, of course this needs to go. Like, it, because the more I can pull out trash, take easy stuff to its already established home with zero emotional energy being spent, the more I can just stick stuff in the donate box without asking the questions, the faster I am going to make progress in this area. Okay. So the giving myself permission to just say, um, yeah, I actually don't like this color of shirt. So I am going to stick it in the donate box, like without analyzing and thinking through and working through the process on it. Instead, just acknowledging that stuff I don't like going in a donate box is part of the process. You know, that is something I can do. It's giving myself permission. It's saying, okay, I can do this, stick stuff I don't like in the donate box. You, you know what I mean? Versus, oh my goodness, it's going to take me forever to go through here. Is the more steps that I have that are just, I can do this. I can throw away trash. I can stick stuff I don't like in the donate box. I can 
you know, go ahead and take things to its already established home without going through some big process. The more I do that, the more the space is decluttered because it has less in it than it did before. And that is progress. That's the definition of decluttering success is having less than you did before. So I'm saying, so it's, it, it's, I guess I'm just trying to give you a different way to look at the stuff that I already talk about and hoping that that will help you chill out about it a little bit. Like I've been chilling out about my sleep a little bit. <laughs> And so like one giving you a, maybe this is why this works is because it's a can that you can focus on versus a can't of, oh, the whole project is overwhelming. See what I'm saying? Okay. Um, what can I not do? What can't I do? Well, I would often look at my, I now can get my whole house cleaned in a day, but back when I was completely overwhelmed in my home when I had way too much stuff, more stuff than I could ever possibly handle. When I didn't have daily things under control, I would look at my house and go, I need to get my house clean. Well, that was something I couldn't do because I had tried many times to clean like a crazy person for a day. Well, the more stuff I had in my house, the more that was not possible, no matter what, the more I had, you know, babies that I had to take care of and kids that I had to take care of and responsibilities of jobs and things like that. Well, then I I could not do that. It just was not possible. That was a can't. But instead, I started making progress when I started doing the dishes. Well, what's something I can do? I can do the dishes. And doing the dishes every single day is what actually started changing my whole house overall as I started really focusing on and realizing the power of doing certain things every single day. What can I do? I can do the dishes. What can't I do? Clean my house from the top to the bottom when it's been just collecting stuff and has way more stuff than I could ever handle and hasn't been (laughs) worked on in a really long time. You know what I mean? So it's like breaking through that overwhelm and saying, what is it that I can do? I can do the dishes. What can I do? I can sweep the floor. I can sweep the kitchen floor. That's another one of my daily tasks. So it's a a different way to look at it instead of just thinking about the overall, oh my God, what can I do? I can sweep the floor. What can I do? I can check the bathrooms for clutter. Another one of my four daily tasks. Um, What can't I do? Pick up every last thing when the house hasn't been picked up in years you know, or months or whatever. What can I do? A five minute pickup. A five minute pickup is doable. It's something that I can do that you can do no matter what. Why? I'm not focusing on the volume of things that need to be done in this house. Instead, I'm saying I can set a timer for five minutes and pick up for those five minutes. But do you see what I'm saying? Like the power of that distinction, because that was the problem. That's the reason I came up with a five minute pickup because I had always before focused on the fact that my house needed to be picked up, that I needed to put things away. Well, there was so much because I hadn't done it in a long time. And so whenever I would say, okay, I've got to pick up and I would go around picking up and I would spend the entire day picking things up and putting them away and still not be done at the end of the day. And it would just feel impossible. And I didn't have a place for everything in my home. 
Like the whole a place for everything and everything in its place drove me absolutely bananas when people would say that because I was like, I don't have a place for everything. And so to do that, to be like, oh, just pick up. Well, I can't because I don't have a place for everything and it takes forever. So I came up with a five minute pickup to say, I've got to do something here. I mean, I, this is not working and I have to do something. And five minutes was the least amount of time that I could justify personally. You know, if you want to do one minute, do one minute. But five minutes was the least amount of time that I could justify spending on picking up my house. And so I picked up for five minutes because that was something I can do. I can spend five minutes picking up the things that I do know where they go and that do have an established place in my home and putting them away. And my house was better off. And the more days that I did five minute pickups, the better my house got overall. And it finally started making the real progress because I was focusing on something that I can do as opposed to focusing on the overall that is just so overwhelming and just felt hopeless and endless. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one-hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. What can't I do? Okay, when my house was completely overwhelming and I had way more stuff in it than could possibly ever fit, didn't know that because I didn't know there was a limit to physical spaces. I mean, come on, I knew it. It's not like I didn't know that, but I felt like I didn't know that. I feel like I didn't know that. Like it just didn't occur to me that there was just a limit to how much stuff I could handle and how much stuff could fit in my house. The container concept and my clutter threshold is the way I define those things or describe those things now. So what can't I do? Have a place for everything when there's simply more stuff in my house than I could possibly ever fit into it. What can I do? Ask, where would I look for this first? Okay. So, you know, my big complaint was I don't have a place for everything. I don't know where everything should go. But what I can do is ask myself, where would I look for this first? And let that be the place where something goes in my home. 
is where I would look for this first. Okay, so that's my first decluttering question. If I needed this item, where would I look for it first? And then I take it to that place right now. That Those are both things, asking that question, answering that question, and then taking it there right now. Those are things I can do. If I put it into a pile, because I've asked myself that question, where would I look for this first? Oh, I would look for it in the drawer in the master bathroom. Okay. All right. So I just set it aside. Well, at that point, I don't really know for sure that I can do that because I might eventually take it to the, to the master bedroom drawer after I've had to ask myself that question again, because now I'm going through the pile and having to ask myself to remind myself what it was that I decided before anyway, you know, which I felt like I was being more efficient when I would put it in those piles. But in reality, I wasn't being more efficient because then I was doing the same thing twice, asking myself the same question and making that decision twice. Not efficient. Okay. But what can I do? Well, I can take it there right now. And then when I take it there right now, I know for sure, is there space for it here? Can it go here? Okay. I I may have to remove something else that is easy or a duh or trash to make the space for it, but it's done and it's over and I can do that and I can be done with that. Where before I would just have this vague idea and not actually put it there. Well, when I don't actually put it there, I may get there and realize, oh, that space is full and there's nothing in it that I like less than this. And so even though it could go there, I'm not going to put it there because it doesn't deserve space there more than the stuff that's already there. And so I really actually just needed to donate it. See what I'm saying? So it's like a, what can I do? What can I go ahead and do? Which is the value. And what I've known is the value of this process for me is that it helps me actually make progress, actually let things play out how they really play out as opposed to me being like, having all these big ideas in my head, and then not actually implementing them. So looking at it from can versus can't, it's just another way to look at all this same stuff that helps me go, okay, well, that's one of the reasons that it works so well is because it's what I can do. And then I go ahead and act on it. What can't I do? Figure out the very best way to make sure all of my stuff goes to the very best places where it will be loved and valued forever by people who will appreciate it. Why can't I do that? I don't have the time. I don't have the time. And so when I'm focused on that, my stuff going to the very best people who are going to love it and appreciate it, that is overwhelming because there's not one person who wants all the junk that I had in my house. I mean, I was collecting all sorts of different things. And so here are the things that a theater teacher would love. Here are the things that a science teacher would love. Here are all the things that a elementary speech language pathologist would love. Here are all the things that somebody with a daughter between the ages of two and four would really love for her dress up stuff. Here's the stuff that a someone with a son who likes baseball and is between the ages of 11 and 14, this is what they, all of a sudden that becomes this overwhelming, daunting task to think of getting that stuff to the right people. So I can't, it's too much. What can I do? 
decide that I'm going to donate it to a place that doesn't make me sort things out to a place that takes clothes and kitchenware and kids toys. That's what I can do. I can put it in a donate box and take it to a less ideal place, but it's going to be gone and I'll have achieved the actual purpose, which is getting it out of my house. Okay. I am not a store for free stuff for people who will get excited about taking my clutter. I'm not a store. I am a person who needs to get stuff out of my house. So what can I do? I can donate it to the easiest place. I can load it up in the back of my Suburban and I can, it's not lovely, but I can drive the 30 minutes to the place that I like to donate because I honk and they come out and they unload it out of my car for me and never are like, Oh, what's in here? Oh, you know, we don't take such and such or we don't take that. They just take it. They take it all. So it's worth it to me to drive the 30 minutes. See what I'm saying? Can versus can't. Okay. Um, so y'all know that I'm moving. (laughs) So what are some ways that I'm applying the can, like looking for things that I can do? So, you know, my mom has been, um, coming and helping me, which I am unbelievably grateful for. And, you know, she says I can come on Monday and Tuesday and I'm like, okay, come on. Did I have other things that I thought I was going to do? Yes. But you know what? I'm going to take this help when it's offered because I can, right? Okay. So, you know, part of my issue with accepting help has been like, but I need to I I wanted to do it this certain way because I'm nervous. I mean, I'm just nervous. I am a stuff conflicted issue laden person. And so I am trying to do this moving thing as best as I possibly can. Well, I don't get to do everything ideal because I need the help and I'll take it when I can get it. So what can I do? Well, I can my mom is great at packing breakables so that they won't break. Like that's her wheelhouse. You know, I am not as great at that. So what do I do? Well, I set up a station for her where she won't have to bend over because, you know, she's like 70 something and she doesn't want, you know, she that's hard for her, harder for her physically. And so I want to make it as easy on her as possible. So she'll come back and help some more, you know, but so I set up a, a place for her and then I bring the breakables. That's what I do. And I'm doing my best as I'm bringing the breakables to get rid of things as I go. Okay. To, to be careful about, you know, do I think, well, in an ideal situation, I would be the one packing it and, you know, I would be better at packing breakables. I, mm, that's ideal versus what I actually can do. What I can do is bring it to my mom and make my decisions as I'm doing that. Okay. So that that's one of the, you know, things that I'm doing. What can I do? I can look for every opportunity to get rid of stuff. So we, uh, we just, we've talked about trash here before, right? And how in my town, we've had the lovely 
opportunity, and I do mean lovely opportunity to, um, oh, we've never had a limit on how much trash we could put out. And my husband is a trash lover. Like he will, he will have me take pictures next to him uh, with, of him next to like lots of trash bags. He'll be excited about that, which, you know, cracks me up, makes me laugh. But anyway, and we're now limited to the one thing of trash and we don't have recycling, which makes it hard because it's like, if we had a recycling bin, then it would be easier because we could separate out the recycling and then be able to put more stuff out. So we're kind of on this limited thing right now. So I, it's frustrating. I've told my husband, I'm like, it's frustrating that, you know, we've lived here for 15 years and have been able to put out all the trash we wanted to put out. And now we're limited on how much trash we can put out as we're moving, when we're going to have more trash than we've ever had and have the, you know, it, it it's frustrating. So what can I do? Well, I can pace it out, you know, so like today, we had some extra room in our trash bin, I guess that's what they're called these big plastic things. So it was like, okay, I can get stuff out of my freezer that's attached to my refrigerator in my kitchen. Do I have, you know, because I had been telling him, I'm like, I have got to clean out the freezer because I don't want to move, you know, stuff in the fridge that should have been, it's freezer burned and it should have been thrown out, whatever. So I cleaned out that one. I didn't have the room to also clean out our deep freeze that I would like to also get rid of stuff from that as well. But that's what I can do. That's what I have to do. And so that's what I'm doing is I am focusing on what I can do. And I'm getting that stuff out. Um, Now we're working together. He's so much better at remembering trash than me. So I've told him I'm like, remind me every trash day until we move to go clean out whatever fridge, freezer, any of that kind of stuff that I can, because that's the stuff that I feel like I can't do ahead of time because it would just melt and be messy or whatever, but I can go ahead and put it into the, um, thankfully it's also cold right now, um, which makes it easier than summer in Texas where things melt within, you know, 30 seconds. But what is it that I can do? I can fill that space up. Make sense? Okay. All right. I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.